Hey everybody, it's Ryan from Pi Records, and I'm here with Leopoldo from Reaver Brazil Records. How are you, Leopoldo? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Thank you so much. First, I have to comment on the awesome Hitchcock shirt you have. Yeah. <laughs> A big fan of those guys and uh, yeah, and their their surf music. Um, Tell me a little bit about what you do with uh, Reverb Brazil Records. Yeah, Reverb Brazil started back in 2000, the year 2000. And it started as a, a chat room and uh, email list, email discussion list on Yahoo groups. And then it began to create something bigger. It's, uh, it was like an association of surf bands from all around Brazil. And we would make uh, uh, festivals and tours. And whenever a band wanted to play in another city, we would just make contacts through the list. And it became something bigger. In 2006, we released our first uh, CD, a compilation with 13 bands. And, but we were not a label yet. From 2010 on, onwards, I started to release some of the records of the bands that I liked. Sometimes I had some money that I could put on the, on the releases. And then it started to flow. It, it was starting to make sense to release more and more records and a lot of great bands. And it, so it, began, it became a proper label with more releases and a certain, uh, uh, how do I say, a, a lot of releases by year. And, our schedules get we always have something coming on coming up so we started to become a, a proper label but we had uh i had three radio shows from 2000 to today the first one was from 2000 to 2001 to 2003 and was in a fm radio a proper radio there were no internet radios back then and in 2013 or 14, I don't, I don't know. I started with a, a radio show in Rádio Antena Zero. It's a online radio. The radio, the show was called Surf Report. And I also started with uh, North Sea Surf Radio. I had a, a show there, a Surfing South, that I played mainly Brazilian bands, but but also Latin American bands. Uh, there are a lot of shows that would play the classics, uh, American bands, European bands. So I wanted to focus on Latin American bands. And that's, that's all I do, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, th into... I think it's really important um, what you're doing in, in South America, uh, representing a lot of great bands that might not get heard otherwise. Yeah, we always wanted to do something for the scene. Uh, so every time one band sends a CD for a radio show, we used to say, use it to send for CDs from our friends' bands as well. So we, back in the 2001, 2002, I would pick CDs from all the bands and I would ask them, oh, send me two and I'll send one to a radio show. So I wow. would send like, a big box to Feel Dirt from K KFJC uh, uh, had, had the site Reverb Central. 
and I would send CDs for him to play and to, to review on the show. Still today, when I want to send something from, from River Brazil to some radio shows, I usually, usually send at least a few from other bands that are not on my label, but French bands. And mainly the bands do that, do that as well. We, we just want to uh, spread the word of Brazilian surf music. <laughs> Yeah, in uh, are you in uh, Sao Paulo? Yes, I live in Sao Paulo now. Uh, for for t- 13 years, I live in Sao Paulo, but I'm from Belo Horizonte. Okay, that was the, 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 the main place for surf music in Brazil, and a well, lot of bands started. There were a lot of bands that there are not as many today, but we have a, an annual festival there that started back in 2000. So it's a 20 years old surf festival, which I, I believe is the oldest in the world. It's still, still happening. Uh, didn't happen last year because of the pandemics. We did an online version. Yeah. And maybe we, we will come back next year. Why do, you, why do you think the part of Brazil that you're in right now is so popular in, in surf? There's so much surf coming, uh, music coming out of there. Why do you think there specifically? Oh, uh, I don't know. In, in Belo Horizonte, it was something that uh, a lot of factors would would make it a, a great place. We we had a, a label there that was also a producer for festivals and tours, and they brought Mineral Stromain to Brazil three times in 1908, 99, and 2001. And they would uh, distribute records by Astros Records, Lookout Records that had Phantom Surfers on their, uh, I believe two or three CDs by Phantom Surfers. And uh, Touch and Go that would release Mineral Stromain as well. So it was easy for us to get this, these albums. And we, we were like in our early 20s. It was something that made sense. Sao Paulo is a very big city we have like 20 million in the oh, wow. metropolitan area and it's the biggest state and so it's things that were easier here to get imports import albums and every band that would play in brazil would play in sao paulo first sometimes only in sao paulo so it's was easier belo horizonte it's a smaller city uh it's like two million maybe three on the metropolitan area we had a, a very strong heavy metal scene sepultura is from yeah. Belo Horizonte. yeah so <laughs> when we were kids it was like oh i want to be that guy you know yeah because uh they, they I, I believe they are one of the most uh famous brazilian bands from any style in the world yeah I was lucky enough to get to see them in 1992 uh, oh. in Pennsylvania, and uh, it was incredible. Like it was, I couldn't, I couldn't describe a simple tourist uh, show in in one word or one sentence because it was the original group, and there was just something very special about it. Yeah, I saw them for the first time in '94. They they tour with the Ramones. So I got ah. to see the Sepultura and the Ramones the same day. It was, it was great. That's a great I show. Like, 
17 years old it was <laughs> yeah so uh what 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 things are you uh working on right now um what sort of i know you have tons of bands on your label but but what specifically right now are you really excited about yeah we are about to release a, a split album by coach cobra and the gasolines and we we released it uh, in, in the streaming service already and Bandcamp. We still don't know when it will come out on um, CD and LP because of the pandemics. Uh, the plans are all a lot of delays, so yeah. we don't have a, a date yet. Uh, I'm re- really excited by this this album. Oh, my, my camera. Uh-oh. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so we so we are releasing this split LP and CD by Coat Cobra and the Gasolines. I, I like it a lot because they are two pretty different bands, but they have a, a common history. Because the Gasolines is one of the oldest uh, running surf bands in Brazil. From uh, it started in '93, because the Alexandre Kanashiro, it's the guitar player. He was in Memphis and he saw Guitar Wolf playing Link Ray. And he wanted to, to have a band just because of Guitar Wolf playing Link Ray. Uh-huh. And he created the Gasolines. And a few years later, at Beloriz- in Belo Horizonte, at our surf festival, Rafael Boy, he's the guitar player from Coat Cobra, he saw the Gasolines playing and he said, Oh, I want to have a band because of these guys. <laughs> so it's a, a full circle, you know? Yeah. And I, I like, and so cool because the Gasolines, they started as, because of Guitar Wolf, that's so noisy and crazy. And they just pick something from Link Ray, something from Africa, something from Middle the Middle East, something from... The Caribbean from Latin American music. So they have a, a rich kind of music, but always you can feel the surf music influence. It's not the influence, it's the main uh, line of their work is surf music, but always traveling in our, around the world. And I, I like it a lot. And it's something that happened since the beginning of surf music. You know, Mr. Lou, Malaguena. Yeah. have a lot of world music playing through surf music. And Coach Cobra, it's a. Uh, they usually, all the, their previous records are garage punk blues. It's with vocals. They sing a lot, but they recorded only instrumentals to, to, to this record because of the gasolines. So wow. it's a. Uh, I like it a lot. It's two pretty different bands, but I, I, I've been listening to this album a lot. <laughs> and I'm really glad to listen to something I'm going to release because at least makes sense for me to send to put it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, one uh, thing uh, where you were just talking about world music and a lot of different influences. Um, there is one guy that I spoke to from your label that really impressed me. Uh, Duda Victor. Um, yeah. From uh, Caramotor. Caramotor. Yeah. Ta- Talk about talk about how cool it is to have that kind of musician on your label. 
yeah, Duda Vito, he's a, a hero here, you know, because he, one of the oldest running bands in Brazil is Buffalos d'Agua, and he formed this band, I don't know, some 20 years ago. Then he moved to Greece, he formed Dirty Fuse, that's another great band. One of my favorite surf music records is Surfabetica by the Refuse. It's, a, it's also something from uh, Greek music, but surfy. And when he came back to Brazil, he made Terremoto. And when he asked me if I would be interested in releasing his CD, and I was like, yeah, of course, man. <laughs> yeah, like a, and he's a, a great guy. I know him. I don't know. I believe I met him for the first time in 2004 at our festival in Belo Horizonte. Uh, so it was easy to, to have that. And he would just record everything, just send to me the covers and it's ready. And I was just like, okay, let's put it out. And I, I, I love the band. They, and I, I think they're getting better and better every time, you know. Um, let me just check my camera. Oh, I got you. Because uh, I'm using my phone as my camera, so I, yeah. I think it's... Uh, and Duda, I like the band. As not, not only Duda, but I love the, the best bass player. It's something hard to find a bass player that stands out in a, in a surf music band. Many times they're just on the behind. And the drummer is also amazing. They have some... And they they have a seven inch release by Otitis Media Records. Yes, Noah. And he has some 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 stuff like a kind of samba, like Brazilian rhythms. It's I think they are a great band. And it's, it's hard to find a, a tree that works that's so full like them are. I I think he brought back a lot of uh, the the Greek traditional music. Uh, for Terramotor, would you say? Yeah, yeah. And Duda is like a, a sponge, you know? He he went there, he didn't know the music, and then he became a, a great player and a, a great uh, a, a great knowledge about the music. And he brought it back to Brazil, and he mixed that with Brazilian music and with surf music and punk rock, that he's a, a big punk rock fan. Yeah. So it's a... He sucks everything and make it mix it together. It's a, a great guy. It's an amazing guitar player. That's uh that's one thing I found amazing about him. Like you said, he's a sponge. He just he just takes it all in and then spits it back out at you. And uh uh he, he lives a very interesting life. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> I, I, a lot of records that I have from bands from Londrina. That's his city. When I checked the liner notes, he, he had something to do with that. He <laughs> recorded, he lent, he lent a guitar, he, he took pictures. He did something for, for a lot of bands from the, that, the, his city. It's, uh... So the, the one band um, on, our, on our last show that I played was Intoxicos. Um, tell me a little bit about about Intoxicos. Uh, I I really I really dug this song. That's why I chose to play that one first. Yeah, these these guys are from Vila Velha. The guitar player from Cote Cobra was the best player for Intoxicos, and we are big friends. So every time he has something on, 
I I usually helped him to release it, and I just love them. They are great players and uh, really traditional. A lot of Brazilian bands are pretty heavy and uh, a lot of punk and even some metal influences, and they are just pure surf music, uh, but in a modern way, you know. Yeah. Uh, I remember, I think, a lot of Poyo Del Mar when I listen to them. And yeah. sometimes uh, some like in the Cosmonauts, something, some modern bands, straight jackets and yeah, this kind of cleaner but modern stuff. I, I like them a lot. And hey, they have a, they put a, a great live show as well. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they play all that live, you know, it's a... <laughs> It's not just a studio outfit. Yeah. Uh, so how did all this get started? Like, like, were you always a fan of, of surf music? Um, uh, was it was it punk rock? Uh, what was it? Was it guitar? What what did it for you to start to start getting a uh, yeah. part of the community? It's a, a crazy story. I was, uh, as I told you, I, I lived in a small town near to Belo Horizonte in the early 90s we wanted to be like Sepultura and we wanted to have a trash metal band so my friends and me we started a band and we wanted to be a, a trash metal band but every cover we wanted to do of a, a trash metal band was a punk rock song so we'd <laughs> play Anarchy in, the, Anarchy, in the, Anarchy in the UK by Megadeth or some Ramon song that another trash metal band would call. Yeah. <laughs> and we were becoming a, a punk rock band without knowing that. And one day in a sound check, we were going to play in, in a show in our town, in a small town. The guitar player started to play Pipeline. So I asked him, what, what song is that? And he said, oh, it's Pipeline by Antrax. <laughs> <So>, uh, <laughs> So I got the Antrax CD that had Pipeline. A friend had the CD. I liked the song. I read the, the liner notes. They said that the song was by The Ventures. So I started to look for The Ventures and some, some more music like that. I find, found some, some songs on my parents' records and some compilations, some oldest compilations. And I started to know more about some of these instrumentals and I... I heard about surf music and I started to look for the Beach Boys also because of the Ramones. I got to, got to Trashman yeah. and the Beach Boys and stuff. And then Pulp Fiction came out and made, made, made it a lot easier for, for yeah. me. So we had some, some, some albums released in Brazil. Uh, Dick Dale had Calling Up Spirits released in Brazil yep. in a compilation. Yep. Uh, Menor's Roman had two records released in Brazil, so it started to get a little easier for us. Uh, around 97, 98, when I was already uh, living in Belo Horizonte, I started to know some people that liked this kind of music. We started to make bands and going to shows, and around 98, I started a band. As it's, it started as a we were just going to play on a friend, my, my cousin's school talent show. We were supposed to play two songs. So we did a pupuhi with 
Wipeouts and Do You Wanna Dance, the Ramones version. Yeah, yeah. And then on another occasion, we were to play two songs. We played Pipeline and Wipeouts. And we liked the, the result. It started to become a, a real band. It was called Frank Semata. And we wanted this band to be a, a band, a zine, a label, a producer, a radio show. But we started to feel that we had to make something new, not the band become all of this. So we started Revolve Brazil as just like something that came out of the band. In 2000, we made a festival, Primeiro Campeonato Mineiro de Surf. It's a, it was in a, it's a, a, a club, a, yeah, a club in Belo Horizonte. It's like a, a small place to 2,000 people. No, 200 people, not 2,000, <laughs> sorry. No, not that big. <laughs> and the, the owners, they had a band, a surf band, uh, instrumental. And we just got to dance and said, well, we had a band, we have a, a surf music band. We have some friends from Rio, from Curitiba, from other places. We want to do a festival. And they said, oh, okay, let's do it. So we started that in 2000, 2000. So I don't know, maybe I, I was four years listening to surf music without knowing something about our scene, without many bands that many friends that like it. And then in two or three years, we started a, a band, a festival, a radio show, a, a, made a, a scene happen. It was a great time to be in Belo for self-music fans. You know. That's awesome. So you collectively all started uh, around the same time, all having this idea to create your own scene. Yeah, no, we, we wanted, I was already involved in the psychobilly scene and they had something similar in Curitiba with a, a zine, a fanzine, a radio show, and they would make a festival and they were always uh, releasing stuff and trading tapes and trading CDRs. It was not uh, easy to use. MP3s in that era were not used. Yeah. So we, we wanted to do something like that in surf music. So we have a big influence from the people from Curitiba, from the Psychobilly guys. And we would travel to Curitiba. And in Brazil, the scenes are really close. A lot of the guys from Psychobilly bands play in surf music bands and vice versa. It's almost the same public, the same oh, crowd. Yeah. Uh, do, so do you have a lot of mixed bill shows. Yeah, we we have a lot, and the guys from Mullet Monster Mafia, they are great in doing that. They are, they usually play with a lot of hardcore bands and punk rock bands, psychobilly bands, but even some heavy metal and trashy metal bands, and they uh, cross these lines, and it's great. You bring different people to the to the scene, and. Uh, we we have we have a lot of bands from different cities that they usually they are on the local scene, and they share bills with other styles as well. 
And our festival, we try to make it more surfy, but we always have something that's some punk rock, some garage, some something different sometimes. And it's not a like Belo Horizonte because it's a small city. You usually you go to every kind of of gig, you know. Yeah. I would go to ska, punk rock, heavy metal, garage, surf, rockabilly, psychobilly. And in Sao Paulo, it's like more of a scene thing, you know? Yeah. Rockabilly people go to rockabilly shows and garage people, mods, go to the different kinds of shows. And we try to cross this line sometimes, you know? Surf music is easy to cross these lines. You can... Yeah. Uh, you can please rockabilly fans, you can please garage fans, you can please mods, you can please punk rockers. It's a it's a friendly style, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um what do you think has been uh the most rewarding part of uh promoting shows, putting records out, getting to meet the bands, uh making friends? Of of all those things, what are the 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 thing you feel most grateful for? Oh, it's definitely making friends. You know, it was I always uh, trading mails with bands from from Europe, from the US. So I went to Surfer Joe's Summer Festival in 2011, and my wife was like. You know all these guys. <laughs> they yeah. Like, yeah, I know them. And when we went to Wild Fest in Mexico City, I would know a lot of people there. And it was I would bring some CDs and they would give me some CDs. And, and I, I like that, you know, when you meet someone that you have never met on your life and you became friends easily just because of music. So I, I think the, the best part is that. So I, I got to meet a lot of people from around the globe and it's, uh, it's great, you know. It's, it's great to, uh, for, for me as well, is just to be able to speak the same la music language with somebody else who's just obsessed with music and, and um, in normal everyday life, not everybody gets to talk about music as much as they'd like to. I think I don't. Yeah. But that's why I do these interviews. So I can talk to people and meet people. And um, I think that's a great way to make friends, uh, you know? Yeah. It's a, a common interest. It's so easy, you know, to, to meet these people, it's great. I, I like, I, I think it's the best part. When I go to another city in, in Brazil and I know there's something that someone there that's going to meet with me, share a beer, talk about music, maybe go to a show and trade some CDs, some some albums to take me to a, a good record store. It's, a, it's always great, you know. Awesome. So, what uh what is coming up next for you? Yeah, uh, I'm I'm talking with another band to release a on seven inch, and I want to do a, a new volume of the Brazilian Tsunami compilation. We did a three CD compilation. 
with 63 Brazilian bands, but a lot wow. of a lot of bands were out of that. So I, I want to make a, a new a new volume. Think about maybe two CDs, one with older bands from the 90s to 2010, and another one with new bands, but still on my mind. Still haven't made no move to to put yeah. it out. We we always want to. We did the first edition of Brazilian Tsunami Festival in 2019. I was about to announce the new edition of the when the pandemics broke. So I ha already had eight bands booked, but not uh, no no contract signed yet. And when the pandemics broke, we had to we didn't even announced the festival had just to cancel it before uh, anyone know i want to make this festival as soon as possible we are kind of behind the the rest of the world in brazil on the pandemic situation we as soon as we have some uh, good vaccination around the the country we will start to think something something new as we we, we have no idea when this is going to happen, it's hard to make some plan to new releases or new events. Because we here in Brazil, we just gave up to, to make any prediction of how long this is going to, to take to, to vaccinate to yeah. everyone. Uh, I, I, I was, I, I had my shot in the beginning of the the year because I'm a I'm a doctor on my spare time. Your spare so, time, uh, you're a doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I I had my in in January it's the because of a, a health health professional. So yeah. But my my wife has no idea when she will have it. Maybe in September or October. Wow. So it's yeah it's it's. We gave up to try to have an idea what's going next, what's yeah. coming next, because it's uh, it's crazy. <laughs> but I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, we let's hope we can have a, a, a 2022 because 2021 it's not gonna happen. A lot of stuff yeah. down here, you know. So you said in your spare time you're a doctor. How, how do you yeah. make, how do you make time being a doctor to do all this other stuff? Yeah, I, I also have a bar. I I, like <laughs> I told you before. <laughs> so on weekdays I'm a doctor. Uh, two days a week, I, I work in a clinic. On the weekends, I have a bar, uh, a craft beer bar with my wife, and we take care of that on the weekends. And I try to do the music stuff in the, the meantime. You know? uh, I used to have the, the radio shows, but I, I don't find time to, to do that now. Yeah. Because it takes me like two or three hours uh, uh, recording, editing, and picking the songs. So I, yeah. I was not having the, the time. I, so I, I gave up. I, I, I thought it was best to 
put it on hold for a little and maybe uh, another time come back to that. Yeah. So <laughs> when you have a lot of stuff to do, you, you find the time. When you have nothing <laughs> yeah. to do, you just don't do nothing, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, Leopoldo, before we sign off, I'd like to give you a chance to promote anything or, or say anything, touch any touch on anything that we may not have talked about. Yeah, I just would like to, would like to invite people to visit our Bandcamp on reverbbrazil.bandcamp.com. We have most of our releases there. I will put some, some more that uh, were online, but... I gave it back to the bands and I will have a new post, so I, I will post it again. Uh, we, for a while, we are not able to send it to other countries, and they just changed the policies for shipping, and I don't know how I'm going to do that. They changed this uh, June, June 1st, so I, I have no idea how it's going to be now. Uh, you can find some of our, our releases at doublecrownrecords.com. They they carry some of our releases. And I hope soon we'll, we'll have a, a better distribution in the U.S. if I can't make it for... Because uh, it's it costs almost the same to send one record or send 10. Yeah. So it's almost impossible to send one record. No, yeah. it's, uh, so it's better if I find someone who can pick like 30 of uh, CDs and albums and sell it because uh, it's going to be really expensive to send uh, smaller packages to the US or other countries. Yeah, I totally know uh, what you mean. Yeah. So, and I would like everyone to listen to our compilations that are on our band camp. We have uh, I believe five compilations up there. It's more than 100 tracks. And we have uh, one rockabilly garage and surf compilation with anti-fascist bands. And one surf music, anti-fascist, anti surf music, anti-fascist, anti uh, hard to say it in English. <laughs> uh, and also we have the compilation Greetings from Brazil that's well, it was a compilation that I made for when I was at Surfer Joe in 2016. I, I did a, a, a lecture about Brazilian surf music there. Okay. And I gave away these compilations, download codes, and made this compilation for this uh, event in at Surfer Joe's oh, wow. festival. And uh, also Brazilian Tsunami, it's also there, the three CDs. Oh, we have the the compilation for, for the, the online edition of the festival, it's more than 60 bands as well. Oh, it's almost 200 bands in this compilations there. Wow. And they are really, uh, I believe, $5 each downloads, and you can listen it on, for free to, uh, as a streaming. Yeah. So you can uh, learn about a lot of Brazilian surf bands there. And listen to the, the, the split gasolines and Coats Cobra, because it's really good. I, I'm really proud of this release. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Leopoldo. It was wonderful talking to you and, and uh, hearing your story. Uh, 
you're 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 so immersed in the scene that and I can see that it brings you great joy. Yeah, it, it it's great. I, I like it. Uh, it's a, a good thing in my life. Uh, it's great that my friend played Pipeline that day. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, you uh, you have a great night, and thank you so much. And thank you for having me. And I, I've been watching a lot of the interviews from your channel. A lot of a lot of great stuff. So if you like this one, go go watch the others because there's a lot of great stuff. Thanks so much, Leopolda. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure.